So this isn't really what I was expecting, and I doubt it's what you were expecting either, but this is probably going to be an episode of my podcast. I really wanted to get a last episode of the podcast out, but basically if I don't do it right now, there is no chance of it happening before the end of the year. And there's just a lot of, like, don't know how to describe it. It's just a bit awkward getting stuff done at the moment. So I could write some scripts and try and get this out as, like, a more scripted video. Or I could not (laughs) and just try and get something out in time while I work on something else, which seems to be what I'm doing. So basically, all I'm going to be doing is giving some of my initial thoughts on the PS5 and talking about a laptop that I bought and anything else that comes to mind, but right now that's about it. So, PS5 first. Uh, Well, it came out a week later here, like you probably know, which was really annoying. And that's actually the reason why I didn't get a podcast out last month. I originally wanted to have a podcast last month about the PS5 and the Xbox Series X releases, but with them coming out a week later, I had less time to make it, and I just counted wrong and thought I had more Saturdays after the console came out than I did. I just didn't have time to make one. Initial thoughts, it's kind of nice. It's not like amazing, but it's okay. The games that are on it are nice and I'm enjoying my time with it, but I'm not seeing massive improvements. Then again, I play most of my games on PC anyway, so I mostly just got it for the exclusives. And weirdly, I'm not even spending all much time with the exclusives. Spending most of my time right now with Immortals Phoenix Rising which is quite nice. It's just Greek Breath of the Wild. If you like Breath of the Wild and you like Greek mythology, you will probably like this game. If you don't like either of those things, you won't like it. And why would you even be looking at it in that case? I have been having quite a few issues with it, though. I got the disc version because I like having physical discs. And at first... What was the first game I installed? I think it was Spider-Man. First game I installed was Spider-Man. That was perfect. No issues whatsoever. Second game I came to install was Demon's Souls. And that didn't work. I didn't know it didn't work at first, because when you have a disc install, you put the disc in, it spins up, says it's going to copy, copies, and then what would happen was you would take the disc out after it's saying it had finished, and it would just delete everything off the console. <laughs> so... It was just a complete waste of time. The issue is, is that it would take an hour or two, if not more, to install a game. And it was only after all of that had happened that you would find out it hadn't worked. So I think it took me four tries in the end to actually install it. What I had to do was put the disk in, try and install it, then find out if it had failed. If it failed, I would then rebuild the database, put the disk in, and try and install it again. And just keep doing that over and over until it installed. Eventually, I got that to install, and then it happened again with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And between those two games, I think it took me eight tries to actually install the games in the end. So that was a bit of a nightmare. But luckily, eventually, that seems to have gotten fixed in a patch now. But now I'm having a different issue, where games will install, and then... You will try to update them, and it will tell you the install is corrupt. And the only way to fix that is to delete it and reinstall it again. So it's basically just the same issue, but slightly less annoying, maybe? It's slightly less annoying in that you can actually play the games now. You can just never update them. Which is actually the position I'm in with Immortals. Hopefully, 
there will just be a patch for that that will fix the installs. I don't really know, but hopefully that will happen, in which case then they'll just be able to update again, which would be nice. Other than that, the control was nice. I'm having a few issues with it just because I actually have, like, joint disorder. So I get a lot of pain in my joints. And the rumble is just kind of a bit much at times. Like, it's nowhere near as bad as the old... I used to have a lot of trouble with the Xbox One controllers because it was just so heavy and the rumble was so, like, aggressive, it would actually really hurt after a while. Um, So I'm definitely having less issues. But it's still kind of annoying. I would like it if it was lighter and if it didn't have quite as much rumble to it. Like, I know I can just turn the rumble off, but that doesn't remove the rumble motors, which is, like, where all the weight is. I've got to say, I don't really understand why people like the haptic feedback as much as they do. Like, it's nice. Kind of. Sometimes. But it's nothing amazing. It's kind of annoying at times. Like, in Immortals, I think they call it, like, Farsight or something like that. You you essentially just point the camera at the distance, and you can then, like, highlight things in the distance, like the vaults that you can go to. It's basically like the stuff you do with the Sheikah Slate in Breath of the Wild, because it's basically just Breath of the Wild. But the way it works is, like, you sort of hover over it, and it does these, like, tiny little vibrations. And then if you hover over the right thing and press the R2, it'll select it. The issue is, is that if you're not actually on it, it does this weird thing with the haptics where it just sort of, like, locks up, and it just feels really bad. It feels like it's broken. Because it's just to stop you pressing it, but it just feels awful. And it's also like really inconsistent. So sometimes you'll press it and it doesn't lock up, and then other times you press it and it does lock up. And it like, honestly just feels like part of the control is broken every time it does it. A lot of the haptic stuff as well, I think, is more in the sound than the feel. Like, I can't feel it all that much, but I can hear when it's happening. Besides that, I can't say I've really noticed it all that much. It's weird, like, when it's not being used, I think oh it should be used in this way or it should be used here but when it is being used half the time i'm just kind of annoyed that it's even there i think my favorite thing that i've actually played on it so far though was astro's playroom which was really good and clearly not worth 500 pounds but it's the only way to play it right now is to buy the console so i can't tell you to go and do it but it's really good like i enjoy it there's some bits that i remember being kind of annoying it was one of the one of the mini games that it gets you to do. It wasn't the marble one? Well, the marble one was all right. The monkey wasn't too bad. It might have been the springy one. It just didn't feel great. It was the one that was in most of the preview stuff, where it got you to like rotate and then squeeze the triggers to like turn into a spring and then bounce up. Um, it just didn't feel great. It like actually really hurt my wrists because uh, it's a lot of like rotation and squeezing all at the same time, and it's just like bad for my wrists. Other than that, though, I really enjoyed it. I liked going through sort of like different aspects of like PlayStation's history and seeing like references to the old games and then collecting bits of the old consoles and stuff. It was like really cool. Some of the references I didn't get, but I think I got most of the ones I saw at least. (laughs) I would hope so. Other than that, my only other thoughts are just that it is massive. Like the console is huge. Like I know you'll have seen pictures if you don't have one yourself and you'll have thought, wow, it looks really big. But when it's actually there in person, it's fucking massive. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and it was a lot heavier than I expected as well. Like, the box was just huge, like, way bigger than the PS4 or PS3 boxes were. And I kind of like how it looks, but I just really wish it came in black. Like, I've been thoroughly tempted to paint it, but at the same time, I don't don't really want to lose the texture. Because, like, I like that it's the face buttons on the controller. Like, that's cool. But I just really want it to be black. It just goes so much better with my setup, where, like, basically everything except that 
and my Xbox One are black. It would just be much nicer. Besides that, I can't say I've got any real issues with it. I hope that it becomes a bit more useful in the future. But, I mean, I've used it pretty much every day since I got it. So, I'm definitely enjoying my time with it. Other than my PS5, I also recently bought a new laptop, and I have, like, very mixed feelings about it. I actually can't remember what it is, so I'm gonna look it up. Alright, cool. It's an Asus ROG Zephyrus G15.6 with a Ryzen 7 4800 HS and a 1660 Ti. So, like, in terms of specs, I'm, like, really happy with it. I would have liked a better GPU, obviously, but pretty much the best I could get with the CPU I wanted in the price range I wanted. My issues with it, though... Well, no, let's go through the nice things first. I actually quite like the keyboard. It's got, like, a weird enter key that I'm just not used to, so I keep, like, mishitting it and stuff, which is kind of annoying. Um, besides that, though, I actually really like the feel of it. Like, I'm very picky with my keyboards, and that one actually feels quite nice. Trackpad. I don't like the trackpad. It's weirdly sticky. I'm used to a Mac trackpad, and that's really nice. It's, like, very smooth, and I have, like, very few issues with it. But this trackpad feels like... You like touch it and sometimes it's okay, but then your fingers will just like stick in a place and it's just off-putting. Uh, the screen's nice, although it has this AMD thing called Very Bright and it is fucking awful and you can't turn it off. It's kind of a lie. You can turn it off, but it just randomly turns itself back on again. So what it does is it reduces the brightness of your screen and compensates for it by massively increasing the gamma. But what that actually does is just make it so you can't see anything on your screen. Because your screen is just blown out. It's awful. A complete waste of time. I have no idea why they would make something like this. It's supposed to save on your battery, but it's just useless. It's like legitimately awful. Because it just makes things unusable. Like, you can't read any text. At best, your screen is washed out. And at worst, it is basically unusable. Literally, every time I turn my computer on, to my laptop on, it is turn it on, click the AMD thing, click to turn the very bright off, and then carry on with the rest of whatever I'm doing. And then sometimes I'll plug my laptop in and it'll turn very bright back on so I have to turn it off. And then sometimes it'll tell me very bright is turned off when it's actually turned on and then I have to turn it on and then off again. And then it'll turn off. And it's like legitimately infuriating. Other than that, it's quite a nice looking laptop. It's got this like like brushed metal back. It looks really nice, but it is an absolute nightmare for like fingerprints and stuff. Just picks everything up. So you're like constantly wiping it. It has the, um, the Asus logo on the back of it. But it's like a mirror shine, so that looks quite nice. I've not had too many issues with that. And the body feels quite nice. It's kind kind of plasticky, but it like doesn't feel too cheap. My main issue with it, though, is that it has the worst speakers I have ever used. Like, they are legitimately terrible. If you like bass, it has bass. But it has nothing else. The range of the rest of it is just like the sort of muddy mess. It's incredibly hard to pick out anything. Vocals are just basically worthless. If you like music with bass, that is it. That That's good for that. And it is literally terrible for everything else. It also has this issue where, over time, the bass will become more and more pronounced, and, like, more and more blown out. And the only way i found to resolve it is to turn the volume all the way down, and then turn the laptop off and on again, and then it'll, like, reset the bass. But it'll, like, slowly gain again over time. So I ended up buying another pair of headphones to go with them, because I have my Krakens, but they're for my desktop, and they have a USB plug, because they're the ultimates. They're USB only, and I don't really want to unplug them from my computer every single time I want to use them on my laptop, because I switch between the two quite often. So what I did instead was just buy 
a normal pair of Krakens. It was a 3.5 millimeter jack. And they came with this like THX 7.1 surround sound thing. It's like fake 7.1 surround sound. It just like runs an algorithm in the background that would like fakes how it sounds. But what it does also do is the algorithm, however it runs, just seems to make everything louder. So it makes the speakers not quite as bad, which is nice. It's really supposed to be used with the headphones. But if you just run it, it makes the uh, speakers not as terrible. So like, that was like a nice bonus that was free with my headphones, which I also don't actually use all that much because I'm not actually a big fan of using headphones, but at least I've got a pair now. Actually, that's one other thing. To go with my headphones, I got this set of like plastic sticky wall hooks. So I got four of them, three for controllers and one for the headphones. And they all work great, except for the one for the headphones, which keeps falling off the wall and pulling bits of my wallpaper down with it. So I ended up spending a lot of time creating little brackets out of foam and like sticking them up underneath it. It doesn't look the worst, but it's also pretty useless. (laughs) It barely works. Like it works for a little bit every day and then still falls down anyway. Like I'm just not really sure what to do about it. Besides like drilling holes in my wall, which I don't really want to be doing. There's not a whole lot I can do about it besides make more brackets. <laughs> so I guess I'm just going to keep making brackets until it stays in place. So one of the reasons why I'm not doing a review for that laptop is because I tried. And it turns out my camera is just fucking terrible. It looks awful. Like the footage I took of it is actually hideous. Like you can barely make anything out. It's like massively overblown. So it's got a very orange tint to it for some reason. Like I have quite warm lights in here. So it'll mostly be because of that, but I couldn't even fix it. It's very noisy, the image as well. Like, So that's just made me sure that I want to get a new camera. But that'll be a while away yet. Can't really afford it. I do actually have a podcast question. A whole one podcast question. So someone finally used my podcast email and sent me a question. I already know what this is, and it's just going to cause arguments. So this is a question. It's entitled podcast question, which isn't even the name of the podcast, so it's already going well. It's from Terence. You know who you are. I know who you are. Other people will probably guess who you are. Why don't you just eat the goddamn crust? It's just more pizza. You also spelled God wrong, but we'll gloss over that for now. So here's my thing. For people who don't already know, I don't like eating pizza crust. I don't think this is a big deal. Other people think it's a very big deal. Here's my logic. Don't like it. It's just strictly the worst part of the pizza. I don't think that's even an argument. If I'm going to eat the pizza, I will eat the bits of the pizza I want to eat most. If you order a steak, and it comes with fries, do you eat the fries first? No, you don't. You eat the steak first, because the steak is the bit you actually want. When I order a pizza, what I want is the pizza and the toppings and the things that I like, not the hard bit of bread on the side. Also, for people who bring this up sometimes, they're like, what about breadsticks? I don't like breadsticks either. I don't really like bread. Bread, as far as I'm concerned, is just a delivery mechanism for better foods. So you get a slice of bread and put things you actually like on the bread, and it just makes it easier to get those things in your mouth, like all in one go. That is what bread is for, and pizza is essentially an open sandwich. Pizza, in certain situations, is kind of a soup. Now, here's the other thing. I do quite like stuffed crust. Stuffed crust gives the crust a purpose, and that's okay. I also am a big fan of calzones. Calzones are great. I'll eat all of that. But you know what's not great? It's pizza crust. 
Pizza crust is just a waste. Pizza crust is essentially a handle for the pizza. And once I'm done with the handle, I will leave it. Sometimes my wife eats it. Sometimes I eat it because I actually don't care anywhere near as much as everyone seems to think I do. And sometimes I will recycle it. Well, I say recycle it, I mean compost it. But just don't think it's a big deal. Just, you can eat the compost if you want to eat it. Just eat the fucking compost. But I'm not going to eat the compost. The compost is for outside. Thanks for your question. So, I know this is, like, incredibly short, especially compared to, um, my, like, even my first episode where it was just me on my own. But at that point, it was mostly just me talking about the TV show Dracula. At least this time I didn't cry. Next year, I would like to make more consistent podcasts, and probably not as long. I would like them to be a more consistent length, probably around two hours. That would be nice, because it would also be way less work for me on the back end. <laughs> like, recording's the easy part with these. Like, it's usually just a conversation. It's all the rest of it that's the issue. Like, taking it into Audacity and, like, normalising the audio and all this shit that you've got to do to make it sound, like, even vaguely listenable. But yeah, like, I would like to do more of these. Actually get one a month out, as opposed to whenever I can. <laughs> like to get, like, a bigger variety of guests. Gary's done me a favour by coming on so much, but... It'd be nice to get a lot of people on and talk to them about all sorts of different stuff as opposed to repeatedly just going over the same topics every time. Like, again, sorry it's so short, but these are the main topics I actually wanted to talk about in a podcast with other people anyway. So I guess I am putting this up as a podcast, no matter the length, which at this point is going to be about 15 minutes. I wanted to get at least six out. Like, I really wanted to get one a month out, but six is nice and with ending the year the same way as we started it with just me on my own talking to myself i suppose i'll take this opportunity to like say thanks to the people who've like come on this year thanks for chris for coming on and talking to me about music for so long and as i've already said thanks to gary for coming on so many times there is actually a lot more that i wanted to cover in this but like i would have done like a little year in review thing but i actually wrote a big year in review video which will be going up a week after this which is something i wouldn't usually say but it's just to explain why this is so short. I'm actually, like I say, having a big year in review thing going up next week, where I'll be talking all about what's happened to me in the last year and plans for the future and that sort of shit. So it was just less to talk about here than I would like, but I still wanted some avenue for getting these out. I'm going to go into my normal outro now, which will be way more upbeat than all the rest of this because it was actually scripted. Special thanks to my board members Heaven Over Hell, Justin Wood, Hobbs, Koopy Vegeta, Gunrunner, and Water. You can join my Patreon at patreon.com slash holdengatsby, and for one dollar a month you'll get to see what I'm working on early and get exclusive roles in my Discord, along with other rewards I might think of in the future. You can also just follow me there if you want to for free, as it's probably the best place to see all of my content as soon as it's available. There's a link to the Patreon, along with my Discord, Twitch, Twitter, and all the other podcast platforms in the description for this episode. And finally, don't forget you can email me using podcastby at gmail.com if you've got anything you want to say. Thanks for sticking around this year. Bye.